Cześć Orzełki. Cześć Marcin. Cześć. As this is the start of our podcast, we thought it would be appropriate for us to introduce ourselves and give some background on us and our lives in the States. Initially, I thought this episode should be predominantly spoken in Polish, but I've been specifically asked by people who follow me on TikTok to do this kind of introduction in English. By the way, for those interested, my TikTok handle is Violas Angola. Anyway, at the start of any language class at any school, the first thing you usually learn is to introduce yourself and talk a little bit about yourself, right? So, I think it's only natural that we follow the same rules here. So, here are the basics. We are brother and sister. We are six years apart. Um, we're in our 30s now, but when we left Poland, I was nine and you were what, 15? Yes, 15, almost 16. I was very old when we moved. <laughs> what do people say about moving here if you're older than 10? That you will always have an accent? A long time ago, somebody told me that I have a flat Ohio accent, but I don't know, maybe. I've never been to Ohio. But joking aside, between the two of us, I think I have just a little bit more of an accent, simply because I was older when we moved. You definitely do not have an accent, except an American one, of course. <laughs> In any event, I'm happy you're here with me. And listeners of this podcast get more than just my views on the language. They get your point of view as well. The podcast is called Naturalne Angielski because the goal here is to have natural conversations and hear the language as it is spoken outside of a classroom or outlined in a book. Although we will, at times, try to explain why something may be said one way or another and strive to be as grammatically correct as possible, we will try to stay away from the theoretical and focus more on the practical. But this podcast isn't really about our journey of coming to and living in America. It's about the journey of learning a new language, and the challenges we have encountered. Hopefully, you will use our stories in your language learning journey to discover new phrases and practice comprehension by listening. Another reason to do this episode, or even the entire podcast fully in English, is because, and I feel awful saying this, I don't love speaking Polish, and I will explain why. But do you? Do you feel comfortable having a full conversation in Polish? No, not really. Obviously, I'm much better at it than you. <laughs> but we don't really talk much in Polish, and we haven't for years. I read a little in Polish, but not as much as I do in English. On the one hand, you try to learn the language of your adopted country, which requires a lot of practice. On the other you don't want to spend so much time learning it as to lose fluency of your native language. You don't want to neglect it too much. It's a balancing act. But this is where we live, so I think we both speak English a lot better than Polish. Right, and it's been over 20 years. I have to say, I think Polish is a beautiful, poetic, rich language. I really do. 
I love listening to people who have a way with words. And when someone speaks Polish eloquently, for me, it's like listening to a song. I could listen to it all day. Having said that, I must confess, I don't understand a lot of it. My comprehension of Polish is sort of limited um, because the last time I sat through a Polish lesson, I was nine. Plus, I have not been in an environment where I was surrounded by many Polish people in so long. So other than listening to you and our parents speak it, I wasn't exposed to the language very much. At the beginning, English and school were, of course, of utmost importance, so that's where most of the focus went. And it had to go there, because, hi, my name is, was the full extent of my English understanding when we first moved to America. Also, it's not uncommon to have Polish friends and family around and end up speaking English with them because the number one goal at the beginning is to become fluent as soon as possible. I remember this short period of time in my life when I first decided to switch to only English with my Polish friends and you and realizing that we were probably making mistakes and talking a little funny, but we would just get into this mode where it was just English 24-7 um, because we knew we had to practice constantly. At some point, you get better. For me, it could have been months, I don't know, maybe a year. And then instead of it being something we practiced, it became something we just did, something natural. There's a shift that happens and you don't even know when. Yeah, the first year is always the most difficult. And it's not just with learning a new language. I think when you try to learn any new skill, no matter what it is, the first year is going to be the most difficult. That's just something you have to accept and treat it like a challenge. Don't be discouraged by it. I imagine your experience was slightly different than mine. Well, I was older than you when we moved. So I spent more time in school in Poland studying Polish and learning English. I think I was a decent student, but I still found Polish to be a difficult language, especially when it came to grammar. I think you finished, what, second grade when we moved? Uh, third. Oh, right. And I finished ninth grade, so I've had a few years of English classes behind me. But that did not mean that I could speak it fluently once we moved. On the contrary, while I could understand a lot, I had difficulty speaking in complete sentences. I would listen closely to what was being said and oftentimes wish that people would speak slower, which is something that we will try to do here, but it was not easy to convey exactly what I wanted. For a while, I couldn't really carry a conversation all that well. The classes I took in Poland were definitely helpful, but the one thing that was missing was learning how to have a conversation. I think my teachers could have pushed me and my peers a bit more. There's only so much reading and writing you can do. Speaking is just as important. And I don't think it was emphasized enough when I was learning English in Poland. Yes, speaking for sure, but also listening. Just like writers read and write to be better at writing, We listen and speak to become better at speaking. 
You know, expressing myself was not easy at first, but, as I've said before, it just takes time and effort to improve. There are two expressions that come to mind, practice makes perfect, and one that I prefer more, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. The idea here is to accept that it's better to put effort into something even if the results could be improved, rather than to aim for perfection and failing or not doing it in the first place. No matter how much we practice something, I don't think we can achieve perfection, so it's better to be good enough for now and strive to improve over time. For example, I think I was in the 10th grade, so that would make me a sophomore here in America, and my English teacher knew that I was an immigrant, fresh off the boat, as they say. And even though I did not do well at all at this one assignment, where I think we had to write a short story, she still gave me an A-. She understood that I put a lot of effort into it, even though it was not easy for me, and I didn't do a very good job. But she wanted to encourage me to improve, and it worked. I will tell you one thing. Just because you don't succeed at one thing at one point in time does not mean you can't succeed at it later. While we still lived in Poland, I was taking after-school English classes that were not part of the regular school schedule, just something you could sign up for after school. And even though I was a really good student at that time, I was class president, great grades, school came very easy to me, This class was just not my strength. Actually, it was probably my biggest weakness. I mean, no matter how much I tried, I just couldn't grasp the language. To be fair, I don't think I was very interested in it to begin with, and I knew it wasn't going to be on my report card or in my genetic, so maybe I could have tried harder. Anyway, That's why now I say that all I remember learning in that class was, Hi, my name is. Do you remember picking me up from that class one day and the teacher recognizing you from another school since we went to different schools at that time and being so surprised that we were related because you did so well in your English class and I obviously didn't. I think about how funny that is now, especially because English is second nature to me today, and here I am doing an English language podcast. Huh. I was pretty good, wasn't I? Just kidding. I also had to take after-school classes, since English was not part of my daily class schedule. I always look forward to my English class because the atmosphere was a bit more relaxed compared to my other classes. There was a lot less pressure, which is why I enjoyed being there and learning. But I think you give me too much credit. I wasn't that good. For example, I could not memorize the names of all 12 months. I know it sounds silly now, but I just could not do it. I tried to memorize all of them at once, but instead, I should have memorized a few at a time, then a few more. You know, small steps. So... Going back to our move, the new language was only one of the many things we had to get used to. I mean, it's an interesting time in your life when the whole family is starting over. We went from having a standard routine, normal life, to a totally new environment where we, as a family, had to start everything from the beginning. New schools, 
new jobs, new friends, a whole new culture, and that alone is something we can make a full separate episode about. And the only things we still owned were what we packed up in the few suitcases we flew with. We also had no idea what to expect since we moved in the 1990s and the internet was still in its infancy. We couldn't Google anything back then. Today, of course, I couldn't imagine our lives being any different as being Polish-American is part of our identity. Looking back, the life of an immigrant isn't easy at all, but there is some beauty in that struggle. You see yourself and your parents face obstacles you never anticipated, and in the process, you learn a lot about yourself. Yes, it's definitely a lot easier to learn something new now than it was before. I remember having to look up every single word that I needed to translate in a physical Polish-English dictionary every single day. It's so much easier and faster now, but back then, it was a lot of work. The internet was also a lot smaller than it is now, so for quite a while, all we had were dictionaries in book form. Cell phones were not a thing. Not for about nine more years. Oh, I remember buying those books with mom right before we moved. I think there were four in the set, and you had to buy the whole set if you wanted the whole alphabet. Anyway, when it comes to learning a language, we're hoping to lead you, the listener, with our personal experiences and share what we have learned over time. It's important to remind yourself that this isn't an overnight process, and the more you do it, the better you become. You're always building on to what you already know, and the building never stops because even when you know how to do something, you can always work on getting better at it. Thank you for tuning in. Send me your thoughts and questions at viola at naturalneangielski.com and check out naturalneangielski.com for transcripts and translations of all our episodes. Until next time. Later. Later.